And we're live on the virtual real estate investing podcast. I was going to go solo again today, but I decided to bring on one of my favorite people, Miss Joycey, one of our virtual assistants. And this is the second episode with a virtual assistant because I want the people listening to realize how awesome virtual assistants can be, how awesome they can be as team members, but also how awesome they are as people. So this is you know, seeing inside of our company to try to get to know some virtual assistants. Miss Joycey, how are you today? I'm very excited. Um, thank you so much, John, for having me here. For sure. Uh, are you nervous at all, Miss Joycey? Of course I do, but <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm nervous, but just a little bit. I am more excited. Good. I think you're going to do great. So let's jump right into it. Okay. Who are you. Tell us about yourself, Ms. Joycey. Sure. My name is Joycey. Everyone calls me Joycey, and I'm from Philippines. I started with Grayline um, last year. Um, I'm, I've been with the, the team for over a year now, and that's it. Um, anything right, you want so, me? Yeah, sure. so tell me, like, who are you? What, what's your favorite food? Are you a mom? What do you like uh -huh, doing sure. for fun? Um, my favorite food right now I'm craving for sinigang. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. It's a Filipino dish. It's a sour soup. So yeah. Interesting. And yeah, I have two kids. I'm married. One, my eldest is 16 and my youngest is um, 13. So there. Excellent. Excellent. And uh in the Philippines, are you guys mostly doing remote school as well, or is it in-person school, or what does that look like these days? It's like the second year of you know online schooling. They just started last Monday, so that's um, yeah, just last Monday. Gotcha. So, uh, as a as a working mom, I'm sure your household is crazy sometimes trying to get the kids to be on the computer and pay attention and do their homework. You're I'm sure struggling with all of that as all of us are, huh? Yeah, it is really like that. But, you know, my kids are, they're, they're grownups now. I, I really don't have to, you know, monitor them from time to time like other moms do because they're teenagers. So they can do it on their own. Excellent. I like it. Empowering them. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's who you are, Joycey. Um, what is your job here with Grayline? Okay. Um, I am... Part of the contract to close team, that's what we call C2C, and I manage the operations of the C2C. So my responsibility includes, you know, making sure that contract to close team is working efficiently and effectively. And I also coordinate with the buyers and the sellers and the title companies to make sure that we have everything we need to close on time. So... That's what I do every day. Excellent. So you you started with our company on the acquisition side. Now are you right. are on the disposition side or the contract to close side or the asset management side, right? Like we go back mm -hmm. and forth on what we call it, but compare and contrast working in acquisitions versus working in contract to close. What is similar and what is different? What is similar? Um, I think, you know, convincing people and negotiation i think that's what's what's the similar those are the similar things you know because we 
when we when I was in acquisitions, we talked to sellers. We're we're not totally convincing them. We're just asking if they wanted to sell their house. So that's in acquisitions. But in the dispositions, I think it's also similar whether the investors would like to, you know, buy the houses in our active deals. Those are the things, you know, um, communicating with the buyers and the sellers. The difference, though, is I think when we talk to homeowners, they're not that familiar with the terms that we use in real estate. Unlike in the dispositions, when we talk to investors and buyers, they know what wholesale means. You know, those are that makes us that makes our task easier whenever we explain it to them. So. I think that's a great answer. So what what is great about your job? Before, what, what's great about my job? There's actually a lot, John. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm really, really happy. You don't just have to say that because I'm one of your bosses. You can say whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> yeah, of course, I'll do that. <laughs> so before I joined Grayline, I was like um, a financial consultant. We call it financial advisor. That's freelancing. And my commission, my 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 income is based on the commission that I get, and that means that I need to meet a client face to face. So, pandemic hit. We were locked down, and that means I don't have any income because you know I stayed home. There are no client meetings. So it made me realize that I needed to find a job that I can work at home virtually. And that's when I, you know, start looking for ways on how to earn or start looking for a job that I can earn even if I'm at home without, you know, taking risk to go outside because of the pandemic. So that's when I, you know, started looking for a job. And I thought that Grayline would give me a job, but I found my career here in Grayline. So I think that's one of the best things about my job. And, you know, I've reached a point in my career now when I stop asking myself what this company can bring to me. But I start asking myself, what are the things that I need to do to add value to, to Grayline? And I think that's what I call passion. You know, when you start, when you start asking yourself, what are the other things that I need to improve on myself so I can contribute to the success of Grayline? And that probably because of the people around me, you know, like you, not because of that, not because you're my boss, but probably it's because of the team. Like, the people that I work with every day, they push me to become better. And I like it. Like, I really, really appreciate that. And I am so grateful about everyone in the team that I am given an opportunity to, you know, when you are a leader, the people that I'm working with every day are, are the, you know, best people. You're, you're, you are giving me a lot of opportunity. And as a leader, I think, you know, additional task additional responsibilities are, I, I don't see them as additional workload. I take them as an opportunity for me to step up my game. And that's actually fulfilling. And I love it. And, you know, one more thing, 
one more great thing about working virtually is that I am working comfortably at home. So I don't need to go outside. And I've been with my family almost 24-7. And that's peace of mind. And I think that's priceless. That's 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 an amazing answer, Tracy. And it's it's inspiring. And I think one of the one of the things I want to talk about or get your thoughts on is I think there's this misconception that American companies can hire virtual assistants to do tasks, right? Mm -hmm. And I think anyone that just heard your answer should be able to tell that you do a lot more than tasks, right? Mm -hmm. I believe that, uh, you know, not only do you fit our culture, but you build our culture. And part of our company culture is because of you. Uh, so I, I just think that's an amazing thing that most people don't realize is they think they're just hiring for a task. But if you have a company and you have the right team members, uh, it, it should be it should be just that. It should be a team, right? Where everyone yeah. is contributing to the culture of the company. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I really like it whenever you, you know, you remind me that you need, you don't need you just don't need manpower, but you need brain power. And it's stuck in my mind that, well, Grayland doesn't need someone who can just, you know, complete a task, but you need someone who could contribute on how we can be better as a team. And I really like it. I appreciate the fact that you're giving us this kind of opportunity to, you know, showcase what we have. And I think not everyone can get that kind of chance. You know, I mean, I hope, that other companies would realize that they wanted they're they're hiring a VA or virtual assistant not because they wanted to complete a task but these people like the virtual assistants can also contribute to the success of the team for sure so that was a lot of good stuff what are some of the bad things about your current job um it's not really bad but I think it's more of like a challenge for me and I think others would agree if I say that it's kind of difficult for us to concentrate at times you know you're working comfortably at home right and there's a lot of distractions like you know luckily I don't have young kids I don't have small kids to you know disturb me when I'm working but it's still really a challenge for me personally to to just focus like I'm at work during these hours. But what I did is I set up my workstation. So I'm reminded every day that, yeah, I am working and, you know, nobody can distract me. Once I sit in my station, nobody will, well, they can talk to me, but, you know, when, whenever I wear these headset, they're not supposed to talk to me at all. So it's really a challenge. It's not something bad. I, I think that's, that's all for now, maybe. Yeah. Okay, good. No, that's that's another great answer. Uh, what advice would you have for someone that wants to become a virtual assistant? You know, as long as you have the skills, not, not totally everything, but as long as you have the will, definitely you will learn the skills and you will gain the knowledge that you need so you can be equipped to become a virtual assistant because of course the clients will definitely you know train you or guide you all throughout but the willingness is very important and number one is integrity 
I really, really value integrity. As long as you value integrity, I think you'll succeed as, you know, a virtual assistant. And if, because there's a lot of virtual assistant jobs out there, but in real estate, you know, you can, you can watch YouTube, you can watch our, our gray line, <laughs> just so you can learn a lot of things about real estate. There's actually a lot. Just make sure you have the willingness to learn. Excellent. And what about a company that, that wants to hire virtual assistants? What advice would you have for them? Because like I said, um, John, integrity is really very, it's very important, you know, especially if, if you're, if I am a, a business owner and I'm going to hire a virtual assistant, I want to make sure that these people that I am hiring are trustworthy. And it's something that we cannot assess during an interview, right? So probably what they can do is, you know, like what we do here in Line, like give them a maybe 30-day trial period and then assess if they can do a task, if there's they have the skills to complete a task and they're willing. They have the, for us, like like in Line, we want to make sure that the people we hire have the character hustle and greet values. And if they do, then yeah, they can probably at least assess 30 days, actually a good timeline to assess someone. Excellent. So, so there. Very good. Um, last question. I'm going to give you the final, final word. I think there's some people out there that are like into mindset stuff and they like motivation and they like mindset stuff. And there's other people that are like, whatever, I, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm super into that. And I also think you are super into that. So that's one of the reasons I think we have such a great relationship. Uh, but Joycey, I'm going to give you the final word. What advice do you have for people out there? Share some amazing mindset wisdom for us. Okay. You know what? Um, sometimes, because there are times when we feel like we, we lose our motivation, right? And that's when I, I'm going to find, you know, some motivational quotes for me to, you know, get myself motivated again. But Here's one thing, as long as you know your biggest whys in life, then I'm pretty sure, I am sure that you can endure anything in life. So always go back to your whys. Always go back to the very reason why you get up every day. Because that's what's going to push you. What's going to, you know, push you harder. What's going to make you become a better version of you. So always remember that every day when you get up, before you go to bed, always remember why you're the purpose of your life. I think that's a that's a wonderful, wonderful answer, Miss Joycey. Thank you so much for your time. Um, check us out on social media. Joycey's always helping with their social media as well. But uh, thanks so much. I thought that was great, Joycey. Thank you so much, John. Bye.